بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد This is also from a kitab of Hazrat Wala انگریزی کالج کے طالب علم جو کسی بیماری میں مبتلا تھے آئے اور کہا کہ بیماری بھی تو اللہ نے دی ہے حالانکہ میں کسی کو تکلیف بھی نہیں دیتا کسی کا نقصان نہیں کرتا سب کا بھلا چاہتا ہو لیکن پھر بھی مبتلا ہو ون اسٹوڈنٹ اسٹڈنگ ان یونیورسٹی کھیم ٹو زد واز کوائٹ ال اینڈ But I don't give anybody any kind of taklif, any difficulties. And I don't cause any harm to anybody. So I'm not doing all these things, yet this sickness came to me. So why did this happen? So Hazrat replied, We have to understand ourselves as well. Although the Lord says that Every man is a man. We regard ourselves as faultless. There's nothing wrong with us at all. Whereas Rasulullah has already declared, Kullu ibn Adam khattaun, that all the progeny of Adam al obviously the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam are excluded from this, all err, all make mistakes. Tamam bani Adam khatakar hai. Tum sab khatakar ho. That all human beings, they are all They make sin sometimes, they err, uh, they make mistakes. Is ek jumla mubarak mein puri ummat mukhatab hai maa sahaba That all the humanity including the sahaba, obviously excluding the anbiya alayhi salatu salam, they are all addressed in this. Yani isme wo bande bhi shamil hai, jo kisi maqam vilayat par bhi faiz ho chuke hai. Or sahaba se bara wali koon hoga, wo bhi mukhatab hai. Nabi salatu is addressing everybody, He's addressing the Sahaba Ikram also. Even those who might have reached some rank of Wilayat, they might have reached some rank of Wilayat, they are also being addressed. And who can be a greater Wali than the Sahaba? Can there be any greater Wali than the Sahaba Ikram? Yet they are also being addressed. Khud Huzoor Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam baad namaz ke istighfar farmate ki Allah maaf farma dije. عبادت کی ہے نعوذ باللہ کوئی گناہ نہیں کیا اور نبی تو گناہ کر بھی نہیں سکتا معصوم ہوتا ہے آفٹر ہیونگ پرفارم صلاح نبی صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم استغفار از ویل دیٹ یا اللہ فگیو می ویر ایز از جسٹ پرفارم این عبادت ناؤز باللہ ہی ڈن کومٹ اینی گناہ اینڈ نبی کین ناٹ کومٹ گناہ ہی از معصوم ہی از آلویز سن لیس فرشتے اس کی عصمت کی حفاظت پر معمور ہوتے ہیں تو in the assistance of such personalities and they don't allow any such thing to ever come close also. So, لیکن حضور صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم عبادت کے بعد معافی مانگ رہے ہیں کہ اللہ آپ معاف فرما دیجئے کیونکہ آپ کی عظمت کے پیش نظر آپ کی عبادت کا حق ادا نہ ہوا But despite this, Nabi صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم is saying Ya Allah, forgive me. So why? Because Ya Allah, the salah that I performed your greatness, your grandeur, in the light of your grandeur and greatness, I have never fulfilled the rights of your ibadat. As great, the grandeur of Allah Ta'ala is limitless, 
So the ibadat has to be accordingly. But that we cannot do, we haven't done. So we are asking forgiveness for that. Or ek hamara hal hai ke hazaro na farmaniyo me mubtala hai, lekin samajhte hai ke hum beqasur hai. The one side, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam having performed salah and being masoom and being sinless, after the salah he is still saying, Ya Allah, we haven't fulfilled the rights of ibadat, you forgive us. So on the one side is this, and on the other side is that we with thousands of sins, false weaknesses, we are involved in all this, but despite that, we regard ourselves as faultless. I have done nothing wrong. I am perfect. I ask you to 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 to ask you to ask you to ask you to ask you to ask this person that you tell me if it's now suddenly the you are put into the plains of Qiyamat. Already Qiyamat has come, you are resurrected. And you are presented in the court of Allah Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala asks you that while you stayed in the world, did you fulfill the rights of my love? That being my slave, my love should have been the greatest in your heart and it had certain dictates. Did you fulfill the rights of that love? Can you, do you think right now in your heart, can you answer at that time, yes, I did that? So in other words, the lesson here was that many a times when things happen, something goes wrong in our lives, so we question, Billah, even question Allah Ta'ala. That why did this happen? I, what did I do? And the very famous statement that comes on our tongue sometimes, that what wrong did I do in that manner? What wrong did I do? That statement itself is a big wrong. Because we are all the time filled with many faults, though sometimes our mind also doesn't go to what, what we are up to. Many a times, person is sitting in some gathering, and after having sat there for a short while, in that short while he involved himself in several ghibats. And he wakes up and walks from there like nothing happened. Doesn't even cross his mind, what have I done? Whereas in the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala describes that in such a manner that perhaps something else is described in that way. That ghibat is described, أَيُحِبُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَيَّأْكُلَ لَحْمَ أَخِيهِ مَيْتًا فَكَرِهْتُمُ That would you like to eat the rotting corpse of your brother? Because maitan, after a person passes away, is a corpse. What happens to that corpse? In a short time it starts uh, disintegrating, it starts rotting. So now that is the picture. That can we, we can't even bring that picture to mind. That there's a human corpse lying somewhere. And that too has now in an advanced stage of decomposition. And it is full of maggots and the stench. And in this condition it's lying there. Now somebody is going and actually biting off from that corpse. What a, what a picture this evokes in the mind. person can't even bring it to mind. But that is the picture actually. And that is the picture that the Quran Sharif is depicting. A person has sometimes in a few minutes of some conversation, few minutes of some sitting somewhere, he has involved himself in this picture. In the act 
that this picture depicts. And a person wakes up from there like nothing happened, goes on with life. So these things don't sometimes immediately bring their consequences. But in time when this goes on, Allah Ta'ala's mercy is such that Allah Ta'ala gives respite. A servant will come back, he'll make tawbah. But sometimes this goes on and then وَلَنُذِيقَنَّهُمْ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَدْنَى دُونَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَكْبَرِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ Allah Ta'ala says we sometimes bring upon them a smaller punishment, not the bigger punishment. Why? لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ So that they may return to Allah Ta'ala. And as we discussed probably two, three days ago, that they are obviously challenges also that come from the side of Allah Ta'ala, tests that come. And there are azabs that come as well. But the signs that is it an azab or a test will depend on how we react to it. If that condition that has come upon a person brings him closer to Allah Ta'ala, starts making him wake up for tahajjud. Several times people came and said that, well the only thing, good thing that I can see out of this situation that has come upon me, Somebody was something, somebody something else. The situations differed. But the common thing that came up, see the only good, the words that the person used was, one person said it in these words, the only good. In other words, that problem and situation was so overwhelming in all other senses that he thought, well, this is the worst thing that ever could have happened to him in his life. But in that he's saying, the only good that came out is that for the first time in my life, I'm now making tahajjud. That is now... Wake him up to now make dua at that time because the dua at that time is most effective. So, the fact that that made a person wake up for tahajjud, that is a sign that this was rahmat. But, when a person doesn't come easily, then sometimes he's pulled along. So now, he started waking up for tahajjud, so he became more conscious obviously of his other salah to start off with. It's not going to be happening that somebody is going to wake up for tahajjud but neglect his farsala. And that farsala too would now have started being made with more concentration, more khushu and khudu, because now his heart is in a different condition. So as difficult as it is, and we should always be asking for afiyat, never to show our bravery in front of Allah Ta'ala. Always put forward our weakness, always put forward our helplessness. But that condition, if it brought a person closer to Allah Ta'ala, then that was rahmat. And that will take a person forward, but he should continue nevertheless with his dua, begging Allah Ta'ala's help and forgiveness, and inshallah Allah Ta'ala will remove that difficulty. Phir usne kaha ke hamara mahol hi aisa hai, ke hume deen ki haqiqat ka hi pata nahi, ke deen kya hai. So this person who had come and first he complained about this illness, that why did this come to me? And I don't harm anybody and I don't cause any difficulty to anyone. Hazrat finished off with that answer, so he asked now a second thing. And he made a statement that our entire environment is such that we have no idea what is deen all about. So now what do we do now? Environment is like this. So this is also another problem sometimes that we always look for something else to blame. We always wish to put the, the issue on, the reason, make it something else besides ourselves. Like the common thing, 
while this is a reality in some cases, but by and large, common thing is that anything goes wrong, there's a small argument between spouses also, then there's a jinnat to blame. But the biggest jinnat often is our nafs. The biggest jinnat and jadu is often our own anger. It's often our own lack of akhlaq. So the biggest jinn sometimes is inside us, ourselves. But the common story would always be to find a scapegoat outside. And if there's nobody else, the jinnat are always available. There's no shortage of jinnat to blame. So this is something which once one woman came to one buzruk complaining about ongoing problems in the house. The house has become jannam. And definitely there's some jadu of, somebody has done some jadu on us. These things are realities. There's no denying the reality. Allah Ta'ala protect one and all. But 95% of the time, maybe even more, it's something besides this. It's our own issues. So she came with this big long complaint. So in asking one, two questions, he immediately picked up the real story. What's the exact problem? So he said, no, I got a tawis for this. this. This jadu is very severe. And I got the very, very effective tawis for this. So he wrote out, oh, in some water, he read something and blew in that water. And then he gave her that water. I told her this is a very effective tawis, but it has to be done in the correct manner. You have to use it correctly. So the correct procedure of this is that when you see your husband entering the house at the end of the day, he's coming back from work. So at that time you could take one gulp of this water. But you have to keep it in your mouth for at least about five minutes. Don't swallow it. If you swallow it, it will lose its effect. So now, as she sees her husband coming, <coughs> so Now she put this water in the mouth, but she, now she has to hold it in. She can't swallow it because the effect will get lost. So what was the end result of that was that now the mouth was shut. So now when the mouth was shut, the ongoing story usually would be that she would greet the husband with a whole string of complaints and issues. And as a result, he would react similarly. And this then would go out of control. So now for five minutes she has to keep quiet. So he saw, mashallah, something has changed. So he reacted positively. So in a short while she came back to say, mashallah, that Tawiz was excellent really sorted everything out. Tawiz was just water in the mouth. And it was just to keep the mouth closed. So the whole Tawiz was to keep the mouth closed, not to say something extra. So often, that whole jinn is in our tongue, that's all. It's in how we conduct ourselves. The, what words we use. So, this is the issue that we always look for something else to blame and somebody else to blame, but we should be looking within ourselves first. So this person also came along saying, well, if I am far away from deen and I don't have any idea of deen, this is all the result of the mahol, the environment, this is the problem. Irshad farmaya ke Allah ke saamne ye uzar chal sakta hai, ke saab hume khabar hi nahi thi. It says that, will you be able to present this excuse in front of Allah Ta'ala? That, well, I just, I just had no idea what this is all about. Don't you have this much of knowledge and understanding that Allah Ta'ala is ever-living, is existing? 
پھر اگر دل میں طرف ہو اور آخرت پر یقین ہو تو اور اللہ کی اللہ تعالیٰ کی عظمت دل میں ہو اور اللہ تعالیٰ کی عظمت دل میں ہو تو آدمی خود تلاش کرتا پھرتا ہے سو یو نو اللہ تعالیٰ از دے اللہ تعالیٰ ہیز کریٹیڈ یو سو اف یو ہیو دس یقین اینڈ کنوکشن آف دا آخرت یو ہیو دس تھرسٹ اینڈ یرننگ ٹو ایکوائر اللہ تعالیٰ دین وین اے پرسن ہیز دس گریٹنیس آف اللہ تعالیٰ ان از ہارٹ ہی ہیز دا یقین آف آخرت ہی ہم سیلف ول گو آؤٹ ٹو سرج ہی وون بی سٹنگ آئٹلی اینڈ سینگ ویل وٹ ڈو آئی ڈو this environment is in this manner so i can't do anything about this he has a true sincere love or he has a true sincere thirst then he'll go along himself to look for it jis cheez ko hum apne liye nafa bakhsh khayal karte hain uske liye kaisi kaisi mehnatein karte hain what we regard as beneficial for ourselves what kind of efforts we undertake for it the dunya a person understands the benefit of dunya so how he slogs for the dunya morning till evening and day anybody try to tell him that why are you killing yourself in this manner just leave all this man just other suffice on some basic things okay you won't earn so much but now you're slogging morning till evening don't have time for yourself for your family so just cut the day in half you'll earn half doesn't matter but you'll carry on with basics you're not prepared for that he'll want to slog so that he can have that extra comforts and luxuries آپ جو یہ کتابیں لے لیے پھرتے ہیں تو کیوں اسی لیے تو کہ آپ سمجھتے ہیں کہ میں نے ایم اے کر لیا تو زندگی سنور جائے گی سو ہی پرابلی دس پرسن ہیڈ کم الانگ ہی واز اے اسٹوڈنٹ ان یونیورسٹی سو ہیڈ کم الانگ ودیز بکس سو دس سیٹ ٹو ہم دیٹ دس بکس یو کیرنگ اینڈ واکنگ اراؤنڈ سو وائی یو کیرنگ اینڈ واکنگ اراؤنڈ دس واٹ از دا ریزن اٹ از بیکاز یو ہیو ان یور مائنڈ اینڈ ہارٹ دس ایسپیکٹ دیٹ ونس آئی ہیو کمپلیٹڈ مائی ایم اے and i have now attained my master's degree then my whole life will be fine everything will get sorted out isliye din raat mehnat karte hai dimag khapate hai and this is the reason why day and night you are making an effort you are breaking your head over this aur jo is masmoon sanat ka mahir hai iski khidmat mein lagte hai aur isse seekhte hai and then what you are trying to acquire the degree those who are professionals in this those who have mastered this field then you go and sit by them you go and ask them things you go and learn from them isi tarah agar allah ki talab hai to kuch mehnat karni padegi so likewise if you are truly yearning for allah taala you have this talab for allah taala then then also you will have to make some efforts kuch waqt nikalna padega aur deen ko bhi kisi deen wale se sikhna padega you'll have to take time you'll have to make time for it and you'll have to learn deen from somebody who has deen ji mia wajah ye hai ki duniya ki fikr hai aakhirat ki fikr nahi so he's saying to him brother the real problem is that you have the concern for duniya you don't have the concern for aakhirat ye fikr paida ho jaye to khud aqal aa jayegi ki aakhirat kaise banti hai if you gain this fikr of aakhirat then automatically your mind will start working that how can i try to acquire this akhirat khud tadbeer sochoge jaise duniya ki aqal aa gayi hai then yourself will work out how to go about it where do i go and search for it what do i do like how for duniya your mind works and you work out how to get things done samandar kisi ne na dekha ho lekin sun liya hai ki samandar hai to talib khud talash karta hai apne qadam uthakar bas tak le gaya ticket kharide 
خریدے گا بس کا نمبر معلوم کرے گا تو سمندر کے لیے خود اتنی محنت کی comes in him that I need to see it, I want to see it. So this will now get him moving. He'll think himself, what do I do? He'll walk, he'll get to the bus that he needs to catch. He'll find out which bus goes to the shore. And he'll buy the ticket for that. And then he'll go and jump on that bus. So all these efforts he will make. So he will do something, he won't be sitting idly. Then he will eventually get there. Deen ke liye chahte hai ke kuch mehnat na karni pare, halakit dunya ka hasil karna mushkil hai. اور دین کا حصول آسان ہے یٹ وین اٹ کمس فار دین ان اے پرسن ونس دیٹ ہی مسٹ گیٹ اٹ وداؤٹ اینی کائنڈ آف ایفرٹ ویر ایز ٹو ایکوائر دنیا دس از سم تھنگ ڈیفیکلٹ ٹو ایکوائر دین از ایزی نماز میں ایک سجدہ کرنے میں کیا محنت کرنی پڑتی ہے ساری زمین مسجد بنا دی گئی ہے کہ جہاں چاہو سجدہ کرو اور سلطنت کا لطف حاصل کرو ون سجدہ ٹو میک ون سجدہ ہاؤ ڈیفیکلٹ از اللہ تعالیٰ ہیز میڈ دا انٹائر ارتھ مسجد فار اے پرسن ان ادر ورڈ اے پرسن از ٹریولنگ سم وے پرسن ہی ڈزن ایون ہیو ٹو گو فار اینڈ وائڈ ٹریول کلو میٹرز ٹو لک فار اے مسجد ہی از این روٹ وے ایور دا ٹائم آف سلاح ہیز کم ہیل اسٹاپ آن دا سائڈ سم وے اینڈ ہیل پرفارم ہی سلاح سو ول ڈیفیکلٹی از دا ان دیٹ دیٹ ہی ول گو ان ٹو سجدہ اینڈ ارن دا پلیجر اور دنیا کے لیے ماہرین فنون کے پاس بھاگے پھرتے ہیں سو اللہ تعالیٰ ہیز میڈ دس سو ایزی یٹ وی ریگارڈ دین از سم ایبسٹریکٹ تھنگ ان سم تھنگ ویری ویری ڈیفیکلٹ اینڈ ایز فار ایز دنیا از کنسرن وی گو بائی دا ایکسپرٹس آف دا فیلڈ آل دا ٹائم رننگ بہائنڈ دیم ٹو ٹرائی اینڈ لرن ہاؤ ٹو ڈو وٹ دے آر ڈوئنگ روزانہ یا ہفتہ یا مہینہ میں کسی دن اللہ کو حاصل کرنے کے لیے کسی اللہ والے کے پاس جانے کی توفیق نہیں ہوتی بٹ ان week in a whole month we don't get the opportunity we don't get the tawfiq that we go to some person sallallahu and learn what is deen all about so then how can we expect something will be acquired گناہوں کو چھوڑنے کا ایک دلکش طریقہ ایز وی ہیو ریپیٹڈلی ہرڈ دا ویریس ایڈوائسز اوور دا ڈیز ٹو وٹ ایکسٹینڈ ہزر اسٹریسز دیٹ اف یو وانٹ ٹو گیٹ اینی وے دین گونگ اپ سن دس از وائٹل پرسن ڈزن گیو اپ گنا ڈزن گیو اپ سن ہیل بی سرکلنگ ان دا سیم اسپاٹ اینڈ اسپیشلی دا سنس آف دا آئز and the sins of the heart, protecting the gaze from looking at haram, and protecting the heart from thinking haram, deliberately engaging oneself in haram thoughts. One is the involuntary thought that crosses a person's mind. He's not accountable for that, provided he does not entertain that thought. He does not allow it to have place in his heart. He immediately engages the heart correctly. We spoke yesterday about reprimanding oneself from within. So now that whisper from shaitan came, 
So he engaged his mind correctly by addressing his heart, by addressing his nafs. That how can you be so shameless? He's talking to himself. How can you be so shameless? Allah Ta'ala is watching. If forget some your parents or your ustad, somebody watching, even if some child was watching what you are thinking, if the child could know that too, you would be embarrassed about. So one little child, if that child could know what you are thinking about would cause you embarrassment. You're not embarrassed, Allah Ta'ala is away. So now by engaging that mind correctly, that will immediately clear up the mind and heart of this thought that shaitan has whispered. And this becomes the fuel of taqwa. That he has burnt up this thought that shaitan tried to use to distract him. And this is what moves a person forward. This is a mujahada also. This is a mujahada within a person. One is the external mujahada. So the external mujahada is also required. But the greater mujahada often is the internal mujahada. Sometimes undertake the external mujahada is comparatively easy. But when it comes to the internal mujahada, when a person's gaze falls somewhere, there's an internal mujahada at that time. To move that gaze away. Not to take any haram pleasure out of that situation. So this external mujahada, as much as that is required, more than that is this internal mujahada. So this internal mujahada will be made, then a person will be able to move ahead. Sometimes what happens is, that in the process a person keeps falling, he's trying, as long as he keeps trying, inshallah he'll get there someday, but there's two sides of the picture. On the one side we have to keep trying, but the mashayikh, the ahlullah, at the same time, they guide a person in a way that he doesn't become despondent. This is a very important thing. That there is never a moment of despondence in the life of a mu'min. So while he is being encouraged that look, this is what you have to do. And this is where you have to try and get to. This is the goal. Not that the person stops trying. But to prevent a person becoming despondent, there's the other side of it. So this is what Hazrat is now explaining here. That Ishaad farmaya ke jab tak gunaho ki aadat na chute, us tak har gunah ke baad foran istighfar karna chahe. That a person is trying, he's making his effort, but still he is slipping, he's falling, he's waking up, he's falling. So Hazrat is saying that jab, as long as you still have not managed to unshake this habit of sin, person is making gunah, is falling again. Uh, making tawbah is falling again. Then until that time, after every sin, immediately make istighfar. You slipped up, immediately make istighfar. Istighfar, as we discussed, one is the lip service of istighfar. Very casually, a person is just rattling something. Sometimes he doesn't even know whether he said something or didn't say anything. He's saying it so loudly, others heard it, but he didn't even realize he said it. Because his mind is somewhere else, heart somewhere else, and his tongue is saying something. So that istighfar, wherein the heart is in that istighfar as well. There is that sorrow, there is that grief, remorse in the heart. So foreign istighfar karna chahe. Agar kabhi ittifaq se kapro par koi gandagi lag jati hai, to kya us waqt us kapre ko foreign dote nahi? Dote nahi ho? Kya wo ganda kapra pehne huye phirte rehte ho? Hazrat says that supposing by chance, some filth fell on your clothing, some 
filth fell on the clothing. So, would you not immediately wash that? Or do you keep wearing that clothing, that garment in that same manner with that filth? Maybe you were passing somewhere and the droppings of some bird fell all over the clothes. The whole clothes are messed with these droppings. So, would a person nowadays walk around like that? Fine, what's it? No big deal. Would he do this? Uswak koi ye nahi chahta ke is gandagi ke halat mein koi mujhe dekhe. Balke foran pehle safai karte ho. At that time, nobody likes it that he must be seen with this filth on him, with these droppings on him. He immediately goes and he cleans it. Yehi halat gunah ke baad bhi honi chahiye. Ke roo gandhi ho gayi. The same condition should prevail upon a person after having fallen into some sin. That my roo has become extremely soiled. Like the clothing got soiled with excreta, with filth. My roo has become soiled. Ab jab tak safai na karlu, kisi ke saamne na jau. So until I don't clean my roo out, I am not going to go in the presence of anybody. Because just like I don't want to go in front of anybody with my clothes dirty. So my roo is dirty now. This dirt in my roo is going to affect others also. So until I don't clean my roo out, I'm not going in front of anyone. Or jab tak Allah se mamla saaf na karlu, kar na karlo aur guna ki dulai ho. Jab tak Allah taala se mamla saaf na karlu. So I am not going to walk out of this place until I don't clear my matter with Allah taala, because I have now caused an obstruction in gaining the blessings from Allah taala, and Allah taala's displeasure is on me. So until I don't clean this out, I don't clear this situation up, I will not rest. The wuzu se namaz, the or guna ki dulai hoti hai wuzu se namaz se nadamat aur giriya ozari se Allah walo ki sohbat se. Now the issue is that a person has to clean this roo out. The clothes got soiled, so that he'll go and clean it up with water and soap. But which water and which soap he's going to use to clean his heart, to clean his roo? So this roo is cleaned by going and making wudu, performing salah, and with a lot of regret and remorse, crying in front of Allah Ta'ala, and going in the company of the pious. So this is the issue that sometimes a person has fallen into something, has fallen into something and then very very casually says, well, makes istighfar a few times, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, and carries on with life. And says, well, I made istighfar also. Radia Basriya, rahmatullah her very famous well-known statement, that istighfaruna yahtaju ila istighfarin kathir. That our istighfar, the way in which we make that istighfar, that istighfar itself is in need of istighfar. In other words, we have to make istighfar upon the way we have made istighfar. The half-hearted manner, without any feeling in the heart, any remorse, any regret, and just the lip service of istighfar, there isn't, like, nothing has happened, like a person is actually doing a favor to Allah Ta'ala, now he's saying something. So that istighfar is something which is in need of istighfar upon that. So what is required is that a person now takes some extra steps. He made a mistake. Now this is a major problem, the roo is soiled, so he must first go and make wuzu, make fresh wuzu. Even he's got wuzu, go and make fresh wuzu. And go and make at least minimum two rakats salat al-tawbah. More the better, four rakats, ten rakats. 
and then cry to Allah Ta'ala. Beg Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. Now this istighfar will wash out that whatever dirt and filth has come onto the heart, onto the roof. So to be truly remorseful, to undertake these extra steps, not to be casual about it, to feel that pain and hurt, like a person will run to the tap to go and clean his clothes. So now to run, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ To run back to Allah Ta'ala, to clean out the roof and the soul. آنکھوں میں دو تھیلیا آسوں کی اللہ نے رکھ دی ہے بس یہ ہماری تھیلیا گناہوں کو بہا دیتی ہے says that in the eyes Allah Ta'ala has kept two bags of tears in each eye there's a bag of tears and this what Allah Ta'ala has kept in each eye this is the fluid, this is the liquid that will wash away the sins like the water will clean out the clothes the fluid and the water of the eyes, the tears of repentance. The tears of repentance will wash out the ruh. Guna ho jaye bas asuo ka darya bahado. If a person has fallen into sin, then cause a river of tears to flow. River of tears to flow, the eyes crying is not in a person's control. Sometimes that will happen, sometimes it won't happen, but the heart crying is in a person's control. And the heart will cry to the extent that there is remorse and regret. The person has been shocked by something, has been hurt by something. Somebody just made some statement which hurt him very greatly. Sometimes that statement somebody made all day, that too makes his heart break. It makes his heart cry. So the heart cries. It has cried. Everybody's heart has cried. It's cried for dunya many times. But to make that heart cry out of repentance for in front of Allah Ta'ala. That is the thing that is required. So if the eyes are not flowing tears, the heart should be flowing tears definitely. So gunao ka darya bahado. Asuo ka darya bahado. Then flow this river of tears. Agar shaitan ye waswasa dil mein dale ke be wukuf abhi to ro raha hai aur abhi phir yehi guna karega. Isi doba se kya fayda? Sometimes shaitan will come and put this waswasa and whisper this in the heart at that time. What a fool you are. You know that you can't resist this situation. You are repenting now, you're crying now and shedding tears now. You know tomorrow, ten days time, one week's time, you're going to fall into this again. Or shaitan is going to come and whisper this. That when this is the case, why are you bothering? Why are you taking the trouble to now cry and repent? Very soon you're going to come with the same sin again. So what is going to be the benefit of your toba in this manner? So when shaitan comes and whispers this, to usse keh do ke kam bakhat koi aur darwaza bhi nahi hai. Koi jai pana inke alawa nahi hai. Koi aur Allah nahi hai. So then reply to shaitan. It's again that talking to one's nafs, talking to shaitan. That... Don't try to fool me. There is no other door for me. There is no other place of gaining any protection and safety. And there is no other Allah. Neko ka bhi wahi Allah hai aur gunahgaro ka bhi wahi Allah hai. He's the same Allah for those who are pious. The same Allah is the Allah of the sinners as well. Wahi Allah hai aur hum gunah karte karte thak sakte hai. Lekin humara Allah maaf karte karte nahi thak sakta. That even if I 
commit so much sins that I get tired of sinning. But Allah Ta'ala doesn't get tired of forgiving. This is not a license to give a person the lead to sin further. This is ilaj for the waswasa of shaitan. The shaitan tries to distract a person from committing, from repenting, from making toba. Then what is the use? You did this last week, you did the same toba, you cried and repented and what did, what did help? You did ten times already. So what did help? So this is shaitan's trap. So this is ilaj and this is a way of getting rid of this waswasa of shaitan. It's not that a person is being given some license to go ahead and sin. اس لئے گناہ ہو جائے تو خوب استغفار کیجئے اس کسرت استغفار سے انشاءاللہ ایک دن گناہوں کی عادت چھوٹ جائے گی so therefore if a person falls into that sin again then make a lot of استغفار not just casually something in passing but in this manner that was described and when he will excessively make استغفار انشاءاللہ this itself will become the means of one day this habit of sin being left out completely کیونکہ شیطان دیکھے گا کہ گناہ کر کے اتنا روتا ہے کہ پہلے سے زیادہ مقرب ہو جاتا ہے اس لئے پھر وہ گناہ کرانا چھوڑ دے گا شیطان also will then see for himself that when this person falls into some sin he cries so much that he gets even closer to Allah Ta'ala than he was before because that regret and remorse and shedding tears in front of Allah Ta'ala takes him even closer so shaitan too will also say rather leave this alone because if I make him commit another sin he'll get even closer to Allah Ta'ala by his toba and crying in front of Allah Ta'ala اس لئے استغفار میں کوتا ہی نہ کرنا چاہے ورنہ گناہوں کے ڈھبوں سے قلب و روح ملے ہوتے چلے جاتے ہیں so therefore a person should never ever stop making استغفار or shirk in making استغفار otherwise the dark spots as a result of the sins that he is committing will totally engulf his heart and his روح کم گندہ کپرا تو آسانی سے دل جاتا ہے اور زیادہ گندہ کپرا پھر صاف نہیں ہوتا if some clothing is little soiled it's easy to wash it, easy to clean it but if it is totally filled in filth and muck every bit of dirt is on it and it's all now deeply soaked into that clothing then it's very difficult to wash it then it doesn't get cleaned اگر استغفار نکی اور روح میلی ہوتی چلی گئی تو پھر دوزخ کی آگ کے تیزاب سے تذکیہ کیا جائے گا so likewise if a person didn't make istighfar and as a result this filth carried on coming onto the heart and it became totally deep into the heart then like sometimes a person cleans certain substances with acid I as to spirits of salt and all these kind of things only that will undo that what has come onto it, that rust and whatever other things. So this is Allah forbid, then the acid of the fire of Jahannam will make the tazkiyah of this, will remove the stains that this person has placed on his ruined heart. So aqalmandi to yehi hai ke khud do da le, ro do kar muamla saaf kar le, aur apne muslih se mashwara bhi zaruri hai. Therefore the intelligent thing to do is, that wash it with your own tears. Don't wait for that acid of Jahannam to wash it. Wash it off with your own tears. Cry in front of Allah Ta'ala and clear up the issue and also make mashwara with one's guide that what is one to do in this manner. Often it is the issue of that mashwara that makes some 
things come very easy. Things which a person thought were impossible to overcome. But when he seeks the advice, and he seeks the mashwara, then that which seemed impossible with a little bit of adjustment in certain things, which comes with the barkat of the mashwara. Allah Ta'ala has put barkat in that mashwara. It is sometimes and many times that whoever he is taking the mashwara from, that never even occurred in his heart also from before. That advice never occurred in his heart as well. That this would be a suitable thing to do to overcome this. But the talab of the person asking, Allah Ta'ala inspires the heart of the person being asked. This is the barkat of that mashwara. That mashwara is a degree of talab in it. Person is now seeking. Allah Ta'ala puts barkat in that. And as a result, what didn't seem possible becomes easy. Allah Ta'ala opens the way forward. ارشاد فرمایا کہ بعض دفعہ ابتدائے عمل میں اخلاص عطا ہو جاتا ہے ایشو یہ is حصول اخلاص و بقائے اخلاص one is to have اخلاص at the beginning and to then maintain it so sometimes a person has اخلاص at the beginning of some action لیکن بعد میں کسی گناہ کی وجہ سے چھن جاتا ہے but then because of some sin wrong that اخلاص goes away مثلا نماز اخلاص سے شروع کی اور دوران نماز کوئی آ گیا تو ان کو دکھانے کے لئے لمبے لمبے رکو اور سجدے کرنے لگا ایک سم ٹائمز ایک پرسن سٹارٹ سلا وہ اخلاص ہیز ڈوئنگ ایٹ پیولی فر اللہ تعالیٰ سنسیلی وائلی ویز بزی ویڈی سلا سم ایدر پرسن کیم الانگ سو ناو ہی ریالائی سمبڈی ایز دے سو ناو ہی ایز میکنگ لانگ لانگ رکوز اور سجداز تو امپریس دیت پرسن سجدہ Otherwise, he gave some charity, but he did it with ikhlas. Lekin baad mein shaitan ne dil mein dala, ke tum bohot bare waliullah ho, jo maal is tarah khaj kar rahe ho, ya maal de kar masakin par ihsan jatane laga. He gave that money with ikhlas, but now shaitan started whispering in his heart, you're a very great wali of Allah Ta'ala. You just spend like this without any hesitation. Oh, he starts now reminding the poor of the favors he's done to them. He's done a favor to somebody. He's done it for Allah Ta'ala. Now he starts reminding the person of the favor. This reminding of the favor, this destroys that amal. Is tarah sara ikhlas khaak mil gaya. In this manner, all that ikhlas is now gone to waste. Ahle iman kishan Allah Ta'ala ye farmate hai, Inna alladhina qalu rabbun Allah, thummas taqamu. The true believers Allah Ta'ala describes them as those who say rabbun Allah, that our Rabb is Allah and then they are firm on that. They have istiqamat on that. Jinnoh ne kaha ke hamara Rabb sirf Allah hai, phir is par qaim bhi rahe. 
معلوم ہوا کہ رب اللہ کہہ دینا آسان ہے لیکن تم استقام و مشکل ہے اور استقامت to remain steadfast on that that is also required that is a difficult part اس لئے اپنے قلب کا جائزہ لیتا رہے کہ قلب کی سوئی ثمس تقامو سے حد تو نہیں رہی ہے therefore a person must keep checking his heart that has the needle of the heart shifted from ثمس تقامو like a compass so the compass must be the needle must be in the right spot otherwise a person is going off course so he has to keep checking in his heart is the needle of my heart on summas taqamu the compass of my heart is it now showing correct but allah taala se husul ikhlas aur baqa ikhlas ki beek mangta rahe and he should also make dua to allah taala to grant him ikhlas and to keep him ikhlas as well allah taala ki bas tawfeeq